What's up, Pool Saved Chicks? It's your girl, Day. I'm Denisa. This is Lauren. And I'm Ayana. And you're tuned into Saved Girl Secrets. All right. Well, today is all of our story. Yeah. This is our story. Our story. And yours, too. If you have ever been in a situation where somebody called you high maintenance. Ooh, I love the mm, in unison. Um, today we we're gonna get down to the nitty gritty of of being a woman who may still be single, and mm-hmm. you take care of yourself. You hold yourself to a certain who standard. Still single. Even know. even being married. You know what? Are y'all not single? Speak those things. Do y'all have uh, secrets? Yeah, we do. To tell the we listeners. We always got secrets. That's okay. Our, let's hear That's, that's the secret sisterhood right there. Right. Nah, let's go and talk about this independence. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so a couple episodes ago, we were talking about this space of being fiercely independent where you kind of give the perception that it's like i don't need a man to do x y and z for me fill in your blank if it's i don't need a man to pay my bills i don't need him to do this that and the third but i want companionship and that doesn't mean that you should have to lower your standards to get the companionship Mm -hmm. so i just wanted to talk a bit about that today about being independent about being a woman who has standards and how that translates into your dating life, mm-hmm. how it translates into, I don't know, I guess how you engage with the opposite sex and what you allow in your space. So I guess I guess to start off the conversation, what do you think makes a woman fiercely independent? Hmm. It's crazy because the definition, I think it varies amongst people and then it also varies amongst men. Because a man can look at, I, I, I think it's so weird the way some men, and I'm not, because I don't want to categorize all men, but some men. I do that a lot. <laughs> a generalization. Yeah. Some men get very intimidated uh, by, okay, I will use my sister's Lauren for an example. Okay. <laughs> and it's not bad. It's yeah. not bad. All right. Break it's it not down. bad. Okay. So Lauren is a very accomplished um, woman in her field. Uh, she has Say her it for own. The people in the back. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. She has her own, and I'm using Lauren as an example because we've talked about Sorry. this before, and we've also talked about how it seems like some men are very intimidated by her and her accomplishments. Um, uh, she lives on her own. She has her own place. She has her own car. She has a nice car. Um, and you know, she dresses very nice. She takes care of herself. She's always looking very presentable and whatnot. And, um, some men take that as, Ooh, she too independent. Mm. And it's so weird to me. Cause I'm like, okay, what do y'all want? Yeah. Like, what do y'all want? Because y'all see her and it's like, mm, that's intimidating. But then you'll see like another girl who may not be. You know, where she is in life. Where she is in life or whatnot. And then you'll be like, mm, she ain't got enough going on. Ooh, that's, that's a, a good point. point. That is a great point. And it's so, ooh. I'll when you were, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, when she was talking, it brought something up for me. And if I'm being super transparent, like before I moved to Atlanta, mm-hmm. when I was working in corporate and I was, you know, really deep into my field, career, and industry. And I would get the same thing where it was a lot of guys saying like, oh, like, I don't know. It's, it's, or People would have friends, they're like, oh, he wants to date you, but he's kind of intimidated by you. You know what I mean? Like where you are in your job, you know, the fact that you have X, Y, and Z at this age. 
it's kind of intimidating. It was just kind of like, what? And then I moved to Atlanta and go through a rough time. And I feel like in that space was a time when I eventually ended up falling in love. Mm -hmm. But it was also a, a scenario where it was like, I didn't even feel like I was ready to be in a relationship because I had so much going on that I wanted to do for myself. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it's so weird because it's almost like when I was in a fiercely independent stage, that was when I was in a space where I mostly wanted to find companionship. Mm -hmm. And when I didn't have nothing, it was like, I got time for this. I need to get my life together. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I think it is interesting how you, you would think that a woman that's like fiscally independent is like, oh, I don't need no man. But those are usually like women who are like, OK, I have all of these things together. Mm -hmm. I feel like it, the only part that's missing for me is the companionship mm -hmm. piece. So that's odd because I feel like that's how men are trained to be, to have everything all in order and then find a companion. Right. To have their finances together, to have everything together. And then you find a wife or then you're able to date. But when a woman does it, it's. You, you know, oh, you over, you know, right. You know, it's, yeah, I don't, it's, a double it's like no balance because it's like, if you're independent and you have like all your ducks in a row or whatnot, they're intimidated, but then they, but then like, let's say if you're a woman who like, I'll use like football and basketball wives, they look at them as gold diggers. And I'm like, why are they gold diggers? Like, you want an independent woman, but then you don't. But you don't want, want her woman. to be so independent that she can't be manipulated by you. Yeah, but also you don't want her to depend, or it's like, oh well, she's only with what? him for money. I'm just like, saying. It's so it's it's so weird to me. Like I don't I don't. And it's get not it. all men, but I think that is true. That there are some men who are like, I want you to be independent enough to not need me to pay your mortgage or your rent, but I want you to be. Not as independent where I can still manipulate you in some sort of way because you need me. Mm. And I think some men have that mindset. Yeah. Go ahead, Lauren. I feel, and, it, and it's crazy because <laughs> it's not even... Now it just... I'm like... Like I said, I don't want to categorize all men because I know there are some great men out there. However, it feels like it's trickling throughout a lot of men. Especially it's a, it's black men. men who are very vocal. I don't think... I mean, because I've met some men that they, they're doing what they need to do, too, and they hush. Because like, they don't have a problem with it. Right. You, you, you hit it. It's the, it's it's the, the men, men that who are, can't yeah. do it. It's the men that you're seeing on social media. It's the men that are very, like, vocal. Yeah. Just just the men that need to be quiet. Uh -huh. that's basically. That's true. Men. Because to be I can think of a few. Yeah. To be real with you guys, <laughs> my mm -hmm. when, I, when I think of everything that you guys are saying, I immediately comes to mind my grandparents you know they own land they have several businesses my grandmother was very self-sufficient she was the first black woman to do a whole lot of things where i'm from mm -hmm. my grandfather is a is, oh, was older than her however um he was flat out i've heard in conversations where he there are a lot of women that wanted my grandfather he, he did have a lot of kids but either way he was saying he <laughs> would not settle Lisa. down where's the story going? he would not settle down and he would not marry a woman that he did not think was his equal when it came to um the type of life that he wanted to live so there were women that he could finance or there were women that he could wine and dine but in his mind because they could weren't at a space where he was that contributed to the life that he wanted for him and his family he he would not marry them and so he married my grandmother my grandmother was younger than him but she was very ambitious she had things going for herself aside from him and in addition to him mm. there was a conversation i remember actually about how um well he had certain things set up before they got married so i think think in terms of a prenup um he had certain things in place before they got married so technically uh those things should go 
whatever. Those, those things should be separate from the marriage. Mm-hmm. And he made it very clear that you see this as something I had before her. However, it was it may have been established before her, but it was not successful until she came along and helped me with systems and put things in place for mm-hmm. it to become successful. Right. Mm-hmm. So there are a lot of men who, um, and my grandfather was very vocal with me, you know, and if a man can't do the minimum or whatever I consider the minimum, I should not be with that man. Yeah. My grandfather was very adamant about not dating for a potential. You should, you know, and I, I have in the past dated Ooh. for potential. What you, what you got to say? Don't do it. Just don't. Just if you see potential, run. Okay. Just run for dear life. Just don't do it. Just don't do it. <laughs> I think there are degrees in potential, but I understand where Lauren is. Yeah. No, I mean, no, I, no. I, I understand where you're coming from, yes. Lauren. I do. I do understand because I feel like potential... 12 years ago when I was dating and potential now is so different. So here, here's my thing. I'm sorry. I'm, no, I, 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 we're going to come back to what no, you're saying. No, no, no. what you're saying is very important. No, it ahead. is. But I, I look at potential as a gray, right? Because you mm-hmm. could potentially be trash or you could potentially be successful. Mm-hmm. You are now, we are now in a gray area. And I'm a person that I'm very black and white. So mm-hmm. it's, it's like either you are this person or you're not. Especially in the early um, stages of dating, it's like, I need to know who you are. Mm-hmm. I don't really have time for the gray. I know there's always compromise in a relationship, but gray, I can't rock with. So Now, I, I have a question with that. So let's say gray in the area of, because I, I understand what you're saying, mm-hmm. but I, I'm looking at, let's say, career-wise. Mm-hmm. Like, let's say the young man or whatnot is still in school. He decided to go back to school later, because I know we're all 30, just about, You know, he decided to go back to school for some type of training later, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, yeah, this is the place that I'm at. I am working. However, I am not where I completely want to be, but I'm going there. See, I have an issue with that in this stage of my life right Mm -hmm. now. Um, I've dated a guy that's been in school and he was pursuing a degree that would potentially bring him in quite a bit of money, honestly. And Mm -hmm. it's not just about money, but I mean, like he had a degree where he would... I truly believe, and he did, you know, Mm -hmm. go on to do successful things. But the issue is, in this stage of my life, I am not in that position. You're in your career. Right. I am in my career. So that means that I can literally afford things that I am used to doing. Mm -hmm. And if I am going on a date with you, that is the expectation. The expectation Mm -hmm. is if we go, and it's certain places that I like to eat, you know. And I mean, I'm not always a five-star restaurant Mm -hmm. individual, but if that's the mood that I'm in, or if that's where, you know, I would like for us to go Mm -hmm. as a date, I need for you to be able to afford that. I don't Mm -hmm. need you to look at me and say, well, babe, you know, like, you know, I'm in school. I'm just not here to support men. Like, that's, (laughs) y'all know what I'm about to say. <laughs> like I'm not I'm that's not in this stage of my life right now that's not the position that I'm in. Mm-hmm. So if you are a guy that's in school, I I'm all for it. I I congratulate you for that, but if you want to pursue me, understand that there is going to take something additional, not just me supporting the fact that, that you're, you're in school, school or supporting and that's your date. choice. I think that's right. the thing that that mixes people up is it's kind of like my standard is my standard. I think for me, I understand because I've been on both sides of the fence. I've been the person who was in their career and in their field and in their industry being pursued by people who technically were, what's, what was the word that we used? Um, still pursuing education. They had potential. They had potential. 
But I've also been on the other side of the fence. But when I moved to Atlanta, I was the person with potential because mm-hmm. I literally started over. Mm-hmm. So it's like I, I know what it's like to be in a situation with the person where it's kind of like, hold up, hold up, hold up. Don't 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 play me like. Yeah, there like I I'm lit like I have mm-hmm. what I need to yeah. be everything that I desire to be. You are just catching me at a phase of life. When I'm in a transition period. So it's like I understand that side of the fence. But when I was in that space, I also was very much like, I'm not in a space to date right now. Right. And that's that's I'm so happy that you said that, because I feel like especially in this day and age, if you like a person, you feel like you have to automatically date them. And it's not that like if you see a guy and he has potential, what is wrong with just being his friend? Being such a great point, being a great friend. Anytime you are, if you all can still hang out and and it don't have to be a date, it don't have to be all the dating, you know, Mm -hmm. things that come with See the the potential come to fruition. Right. Mm -hmm. But then that does that fall into the conversation with, I keep thinking about Mike Jones, like back then they didn't want me. Now I'm hot. They all on me. Do you no, then look like a person, like an opportunist? Like I, you were How could you look like an opportunist if you already got your own bag? No, 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 no. That's not, that's a great point, actually. However, I'm saying to make it known. Make it known to who? Whoever you're interested in. I like mean, if my, you're saying like, play it cool, be friends. And then, you know, whenever they, they lit and it, it catches so, a flame. So here's the thing, right? If you're truly in friendship. Right. If you're truly in friendship, you should understand that there's character behind that. There's standards behind that. You know, usually there is some type of common thread that unites you and the other person. So that should be, you're pretty much laying a foundation. Anytime I hear about Ayana mentioned about her husband, um, Charday now mentioned about her husband, it always started off with a friendship. Mm -hmm. And that's my thing. It's like, it's nothing wrong with establishing a friendship to say, Mm -hmm. hey, we cool, we buddies. You see, you see how I support myself. Even right. in that friendship, you're gonna see how a person moves. You know, you're gonna yeah. see how the young lady keeps keeps herself up. You gonna probably see some some of the worst things, you know, in <laughs> friendship because now you're not being exposed to. Right? I mean, seriously, right, now you're right. not pretending to be. There's you know, no fluff. Yeah, like my friends, like Jason. Jason done seen me wigless. He done seen me bonnet. He done seen me weaved. He done seen all of it. You know, we're, and that's we're not dating. We're not dating. But my, I was, thing, I was wondering just, the same like, thing. Literally. Okay, so where are yeah, you going no, with that? No, 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 we're, not. we're not gonna go there. Yeah, we're not. But my <laughs> thing is, anytime I, I'm a f- friend with someone, you're gonna see that that aspect of me because that's part of me. I don't right. try and hide it, especially me not tapping on thirty. I ain't got time to hide anything. So my yeah. thing is like, you know, if you're really in, say, for instance, you are attracted to the guy, but he is not in a place where he's either black or white. Um, and he's kind of in that grade. Just be his friend yeah. and see how he moves and let it be an authentic friendship. Yeah. I feel like sometimes don't don't be in friendship with motive, yeah. you know, because then you're now doing yourself a disservice where you're no you're not even committed to the friendship. You can't yeah. even get to know the person. Because you're there's there's no foundation. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, there's, there's, there's literally and I know like y'all joke. Y'all joke with me a lot of times about me mentioning my career. I, a lot of times I don't mention what I do because I want people to get to know me authentically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't want you to know like, oh, shoot, she do that. I'm like, you don't really need to know that. You're going to eventually know that because that's just who I am. That's mm-hmm. a part of me. But initially, I want you to get to know me for me. And I don't know. I just think I want people to get to the place of when it comes to men and women, where even if I do mention if my career comes up first, or in conversation with that person or somebody else brings it up or whatever, like 
why do we allow these things to intimidate us or make us feel a certain type of way? See, it's not that. So mm-hmm. for me, it's not. I don't mention my career because I I don't want to uh, give guess, off a perception. A, yeah, or create intimidation. Mm-hmm. That's not what I'm doing. Okay. For me, I feel like me being an architect is just such a minimal part of me. Yeah, I understand. Some people look at it like it's massive. The big thing, mm-hmm. yeah. But... In my eyes, uh-huh. I'm looking at it like, man, there are so many bigger things that makes mm-hmm. Lauren, Lauren outside of architecture. And I guess that's why I'm like, why can't people be like, oh, that's her career. Like, oh, Sharday does this. Denisa does this. Right. Ayana does this. I think, you I know? think as a people, like, generally, we look at what a person does. And in our mind, yep. we attribute that that is who the person is. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they're, I the, that. you know what oh, I mean? I mean, that's just. That's and just I, the culture. I know, yeah, yeah, I know, I know it's the, the culture, but I hate it. Yeah. Because- so there's some people who look at Ayana and like, oh, that's the hair razor girl. Mm-hmm. Like Ayana does hair. Right. Ayana has hair products. So and that's I'll- still so weird to me. Yeah. Because it's like. I've been in instances where I'm out and people see me and it's like this. Oh my god! And I'm like, girl. I'm just on YouTube. Like, oh no, yeah. like that's. But that's- you're not though. It's not just that. Oh, some there might be some other people, and I mean, since we're here, there there might be some other people that are just on YouTube. But with you, is not you just on YouTube, mm-hmm. right? You know, that's I mean, it, that's how you look at it. Mm-hmm. But it's 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 almost like sometimes with an anointing, we may think it is something so small. Like mm-hmm. I'm gonna use David for instance, oh, right? David, you know, he played the harp. He might have looked at it, man. I'm just a shepherd just, boy yeah. playing the harp to some sheep. Mm-hmm. But it's like you don't understand that that anointing can allow for a whole king to relax. Yeah, in his most, um, I guess, place of anxiety. Right. And so, whereas you may look at it as I'm just a girl on YouTube, it's not the way that God has allowed for that to be your anointing and your gift. Mm -hmm. It's not just you on YouTube. So that's why the response is what it is. It's because it is something bigger than what we even know. Kind of taps into what the Bible says to say, like my thoughts are not your thoughts. Mm -hmm. You know, like the way we may think of a thing is not that. Mm -hmm. But for God, he can literally use, I call it creating bait for the fish, Mm -hmm. right? It may, God is creating that bait for those particular fish to attract to you. Mm -hmm. My bait can never attract those fish, but yours can, you know? So, I mean, I just think sometimes it's us just thinking in our way of thinking that it's just, it's just this. And it is so, yeah. yeah, And it's so much bigger than that, you know? I want to um, I want to go back to what you were talking about with, you know, black and white and whatnot. And you're just not at the place where you um, are willing to accept potential, because I want to touch on that a little bit more, because I agree, um, especially because I, I see a lot of things. You know, we see a lot of things on social media. We send each other stuff and whatnot. And I feel like um, the, it's a constant conversation And it's like a constant intimidation to make women think different. And I just don't like it. And I I appreciate you even saying, okay, at 30, I'm not willing to just accept anything. Um, Because I feel like in my early 20s, it was like, yeah, we we all got potential. Like, I just just got out of hair school. (laughs) I just did this. I just did that. But um, it's crazy because... Sylvester and I were having a conversation, I think it was yesterday, and we were talking about, um, this comes into play with children, and accepting certain things like when you were single. And I remember I was doing someone's hair, was a new client, and she was saying that, um, 
she was asking if I had kids at the time. I didn't have any children. And then she was like, well, surely your husband has children. I said, no, ma'am. And she was like, what? What She was like, and we were like maybe 26, 27. I think we had just gotten married. And I was like, no, he doesn't. And she was like, where do you find him? And I was like, oh, there are men out there. I was like, so she was like, so you're saying that you wouldn't have married somebody who had kids? And I was like, at the time, I was like, no. Mm -hmm. And she felt like. I remember having this conversation well, she many offended. times. Yeah, some people, I feel like I offended some people when early on in life with those conversations. And I was like, but that's something that I was willing to not compromise on. I was in my early 20s. Like, there was, I met a lot of men who did not have any kids. And I was like, I just didn't want to deal with it. So Sylvester asked me, he was like, okay, so if you were single at 35 right now, would you date somebody who had children? And I was like, honestly, I would consider it mainly because I, I know I'm like, it's a, late, a little bit later on in life, you yeah. know, and I know like we in our 30s, some people, there are life situations. It could have been had a, a partner or a spouse that passed away or, or could have been married and divorced, married and divorced, all those different types of things. But it just it's just so crazy to me how. We, because that conversation still comes up. There's some women at 35, they're like, I don't want anybody with any children. I want to start a fresh life. And it's still possible. Yeah, I've met men at 35 who don't don't have have kids. kids. But it's so crazy to me that we, the point I'm getting to is like, it's crazy that our, we have certain standards as women, but we are expected to consistently lower the standards because of different things that men have going on or whatnot. And I, I just don't like, that's why I was like, I appreciate you just standing like you and Denise standing like, this is what I want to do. And that's it. So I just, I think I, I was sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, and even with what Ayana is saying, I feel like when women stand on whatever it is that they're standing on, it frustrates me because then you have a group of people who are like, well, that's why you single. Yeah. That's why you ain't got no man. And that's okay. And it's like, you know, like, that's okay. You know what? My response is that is why I'm single. And I'm like, yeah, and that's fine. I'm not, you know. I don't, I don't, I don't try and debate that. I'm like, you're right. I'm single because I have not met that Mm -hmm. guy Mm -hmm. that I am compatible with. You are correct. Thank you for recognizing that. Right. And it does, I feel like to your point that you said earlier, it's almost like a step to try and manipulate a woman's yes. mindset to but think more than... why are we expected to compromise? Because I think it speaks more about themselves, but right? But men are not. Yeah. Because they, they have this laundry list of things, you know, and and, and even with us, like, I, I just... I you know, know what's crazy? As we're talking, and I hope this doesn't take us in a whole other direction. We've already veered off yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Because this this topic is so diverse. Yeah. Yeah. It made me think about it was something I saw that said um men date women to impress their friends oh, I saw instead that. of dating women that, that they, they actually, actually like. like. I, I did. saw that. I saw that. I saw that. I believe that to be true as well. I believe that to be true too. Hmm. I think there's so many men who Wow. Kind of, sort of, almost like women. It's like they like what they like, and it's like society says no, but you're supposed to want this, right? And it goes back. I feel like we had a conversation about this too, where I was like, "Stop dating people you don't like. Yeah, stop dating people who their and then character, you their morals. Get married to them, and I'm yes. like, what are y'all doing? And, and you, raise kids that end up. And you really don't like this person. You like what they look like. You like how they match with your lifestyle. You like how they attract a certain amount of attention from your friends or your family and a level of acceptance from everybody else outside of your home Mm -hmm. but you. And it's like, 
if you you're super eclectic and artsy mm-hmm. and this chick is not at all any of those things but she looks like what people say you're supposed mm-hmm. to be with so you're with her but you get home and one thing i've learned being still a newlywed is that after that wedding it's just y'all yeah. that's mm-hmm. it for the rest of your life mm-hmm. ain't nobody else ain't no bells and whistles and in bachelorette parties and all of the hoopla it's just y'all and mm-hmm. if you don't really like that person if you ain't rocking with what they're about mm-hmm. you are going to be miserable. miserable yeah miserable and i feel like there are a lot of men out there who are miserable. that are miserable because you married the perception of a person and what's on the inside is not really what you want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and I think a lot of men deep down on the inside want a woman who's independent. Yes. Yeah. Want a woman who brings things to the table. Yes. Wants a woman who's able to think on her own, who's able to, you know, really like from a mindset standpoint, contribute to the entire situation, but go for something else mm-hmm. because it, it looks like, or submits like, what they've been taught they're supposed to have. Yeah, and then it's like their their friends can be pretty vocal, friends, family, whatnot. And I'm not going to go into that dynamic too much. But they can be pretty, like, when you are, because I've experienced this, when you are a independent thinker, independent, like, I, I know, like, my dad told Sylvester before, like, when he asked him, you know, I would like to marry your, your daughter, he said, he was like, I hope you're ready. Because Ayana is very independent and she's an independent thinker. And I was like, I mean, he was right. Like, yeah. it's like, I hope you're ready. And Sylvester was like, yeah, I, I'm, I'm ready to take on this task. And but there wasn't a, it, it, it was a few people in his corner that was like, I don't know about I don't that. Know that's what you want. Yeah, cause she she she's a lot. You yeah. know, I got labeled as a lot. You know, because me too, Ayana. My dad had the same conversation. He was like, "Listen, she got three brothers and a father, and this is what she used to." Yeah. So you know, this is what she used to without you. Mm. Understand mm. that with you, Come on. yeah, she's gonna be used to the same thing. Listen, and it's like I had to get to the point in my life where it's like I'm not apologizing. For what I'm used to. Exactly. Because I was used to it before that you came. And, and I'm not going to now do without what I've been used to for 30 something years of my life. Yeah. Because the person in front of me doesn't want to meet that standard. And if that's you, that's fine. Mm-hmm. You can move out the way and we can find somebody else. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to change what I'm used to mm-hmm. because you're not used to it as mm-hmm. well. Yeah. So it, it makes me think about a instance where I was dating this guy and uh, my parents weren't they weren't fans of him. And so um, my dad and I, we are we are really, really cool. Um, we call each other shawty. I told y'all that. But um, before on a previous episode. But I remember one day my dad took me to lunch and um, my dad is not like a guy that's super vocal. Like my mom is usually the vocal one in the mm-hmm. relationship. And so I knew it was like serious business for my dad to kind of pull me to the side and say, hey, like, I want to talk to you about this. Mm. And so um, I remember sitting at the table and I'll never forget this. My dad says, you know, I don't like him because he said of that one time of me meeting him. He said, that's not it. He said, I don't like him because I saw what he didn't do for you. And so he said, and what you don't realize is. When I see a guy not doing the things that I have trained you pretty much mm-hmm. to expect, 
um, to be used to. He said it is, he said, it's almost like a slap in my face. Mm. He said, because what you're doing is you're taking the thing that I've sacrificed uh-huh. to give you for and just so giving long, it away almost. The standard that he said. Right. And you're giving it away. That's and good. he said, yeah, that's really good. It was like I said, I'll never forget it. And when he said that to me, it was like, man, because I never looked at it in a bigger picture of I'm thinking in my mind, OK, it's my life. I can do what I want to do. I like blah, him. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, blah, I like him, whatever. And it, the bigger picture is it's like, no, when I'm choosing to partner myself up, partner myself up with a guy. I love when when Lauren say partner myself up with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what it is. Yeah, like, partner. Sorry, sorry, girl. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, in, in all honesty, like I, when I choose to do, to, you know, I'm like, should I say partner? But um, <laughs> yeah, when, I, when I when I when I choose to partner myself up with a man that ha- is trying to or attempting to take me away from the very thing that I have been trained to be used to, mm-hmm. it is a slap in my parents' face. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing that I've decided that I can no longer do in life. I can no longer uh, uh, slap my parents. I've slapped my parents in in the face several times with dating dudes that I just should not have dated, period. Mm -hmm. Um, Per, what did I say, per? um, Oh, my gosh. But, but yeah, so when my dad said that to me, it was just like a a moment. Mm. And I I wanted to share that on, on the podcast because, let's say, for instance, you weren't, raised like that right but I've mentioned this before but your instinct the way that God has instinctively created you you are you love it when you're in a space when you're in a five-star restaurant or you love it when but you're in a space but think about it in the aspect like let's say if you weren't raised by a two-parent household or a father you're slapping God in the face because that's, that's not God's best for you absolutely so. absolutely and that's what I I now if I'm talking to younger women I said don't ignore what you like Mm-hmm. Right. Don't ignore that. Don't think that you don't deserve it. Yeah. Don't don't think that like you're not worthy of it. God makes you like these things for a reason. Mm-hmm. Like for instance, I could spend all day in in the high museum. I could do it. Somebody else may not like it, but that's mm-hmm. the way that God has has created me. That's the way He's threaded me. That I could literally be in hours just looking at art. And I, I, what I've decided to do in life is I cannot ignore that. Yeah. Like I cannot ignore the fact that this is the way that God has wired me. And my, my prayer now is that whoever he brings into my life, I, I'm, this is my, been my motto. I say, he's going to have to add to what I already have or multiply it. Mm-hmm. If you're dividing it or subtracting it, I'm not interested. Oh, that's good. There's we nothing gonna, wrong with We're going to go on a break on that one. That's good. That's good. We'll be right back. <laughs> Save Girl Secrets is brought to you by Feed Her. Head over to www.feedher.co for more information. Hey ladies, this is Ayana with your Monday motivation. Today's uh, quote is by Miss Sonia Sotomayor, who is our one of our um, Supreme Court justices. And this quote is, it says, I do know one thing about me. I don't measure myself by others' expectations or let others define my worth. So ladies, be mindful of how others are, I guess, being impressionable on your lives and how their thoughts and whatnot can try to define who you think you are or who you are as a person. Know your worth, know who you are in God, and don't let others in this world define who you are. All right, ladies, we are back. 
Um, let's get this conversation going again. Because it was getting real good. It was getting it was. really good. So um, while we were on break, Sade had brought up something really good that we want to make sure and dive into. And when it comes talking about standards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just being mindful. I know we said a lot first half. But we want to bring the balance in everything. So of course, I was I was saying while we were on break that when it comes to standards, I know going into like serious relationships and marriage that there is a space where you have to learn to compromise. Mm-hmm. And so I just want women, especially women who are independent, who come with a certain set of standards, because I think that that is very important that we pinpoint for us what are non-negotiables mm-hmm. in those standards and what are things that we would compromise on. So it's it's not saying, hey, if you can't meet, you know, all of these things, then it's like, I would never ever speak to you. But it's like, for you, what are non-negotiables? Mm-hmm. And I know we've talked about it like so many, so many episodes ago. But for me, it's like, I want my car washed. And it's like, for me, that is a major thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I want somebody who's going to take my car to an auto body shop if we're in a marriage situation or whatever. And it's like, for me, it's like, those were things that were very important mm-hmm. to me. Um, and there were other things that were standards, but it was like, ah, I can be flexible when it comes to this. Yeah. And those types of things were like, okay, you know, I, when I go into a situation, I'm used to being able to, I don't know, go out to eat at five star every time we go out to eat. But it's like, I'm flexible on that. Yeah. It don't have to be five star every time we go out. Sure, four. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just joking. I'm and joking. then also like, um, like Lauren had brought up, she was like, I like five star and I like certain things. Um, I want to look at it in a perspective of, let's say you were dating. Okay, so I'll use myself and my husband as an example. Um, I grew up a certain way where, well, one, I have an older brother, but I was the only child in the house. I've mentioned this before. So with that, um, we lived, I grew up in New York and New Jersey for a couple of years and my parents exposed me to a lot of different things. Every weekend, it was like, okay, I went to school during the week. On the weekends, like especially Saturday, we were out. We were in the city. Yeah. We would go to the museums. Cool. We would, you know, walk up and down Manhattan. I'm seeing Times Square. We going to the some children's something. Like, so many different things. I remember almost every weekend at one point, um, as I started getting older, my dad would take me to the library. So it was just, it was certain things that I was exposed to. And then I was telling ladies while we were on break. And then I moved to Atlanta. And shortly after um, I started, I was an assistant at a salon. And the certain standards that the owner expected us, like we were expected to come to work dressed a certain way. We had to be dressed in all black. And if it was all black, it was black slack shirt. You had to have on a nice pair of comfortable shoes. Um, even as an assistant, you know, you don't, I wasn't wearing makeup like that, but okay, you got on blot powder, you got on lip gloss, your hair looks presentable, all those different types of things. Okay, we're going to a company dinner, we're going to this place, this place. I experienced five star restaurants with these ladies. So it was a certain standard that I had. My husband didn't, it was certain places he never went to. Mm-hmm. He was a chicken and chicken nugget and fry kind of guy. Mm-hmm. However, when we started dating, he was willing to experience certain things with me. He was like, oh, I've never been there. However, I'm willing to go and try it. Oh, I never did this. However, I'm willing, like I remember... Um, one of our dates was the high. We went to, and I have pictures of it and everything. 
And we enjoyed that date because he knew how much I love art. Mm-hmm. So it was like, I'm going to go experience this with you. We're going to go do it. And he was he's he was very open to a lot of things that I like to do. He tried sushi with me. He tried um, it's so many things, but he was willing to actually try. Now, the, the thing that I've noticed now in the dating culture is that some men are not willing to try those things. I don't know if, it, if they feel like it does something to them or that. I don't know what it is, but some men, it's like, I ain't doing all that. And it's like, why not? Like yeah, They're very dismissive. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't, I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know why. I haven't experienced that, so I can't say <laughs> I think I think it could... For, I think it kind of goes back to I hate to say like the financials because I've, I've I've encountered that before where a guy would say uh, I don't know or they'll just I'll use this for example I remember I I forget what birthday it was but I was here in Atlanta so it had to be within the four years and I was dating this guy and uh, <laughs> <laughs> he asked me he was like what do you want to do for your birthday and I said I want to go to a trampoline spot and so. Um, he was like a, a trampoline, trampoline spot. spot. Yes, he was like, you want to go to a tramp? You twenty five plus years old. You want to go? I said, that's what I want to yeah. do for my birthday. I want to go to a trampoline spot. So he took me to a trampoline spot, and when I tell you, we had the best, the time. best mm-hmm. time. Wow! And so he had to come back, and he did apologize. He's like, you know, I just want to say I'm sorry for you know dismissing you going to a trampoline spot he said i'm really glad that you know you made me do this he said because this made me tap out of something that i normally would not do Mm. and he said and i literally had a blast i was like exactly and so i feel like to your point ayana instead and and women we have to be this i was literally gonna say that's yeah i have to because there's sometimes i'm gonna say there were times he asked me to work out and i was like for what Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know um, but um, there, you just have to be open-minded. I think that's yeah. the word. It's like just yep. being open-minded in your relationship. And yes, there are certain things that you want to do, but understand that the relationship is not just about you. It's you yeah. and, and your partner. And so with that, you know, whatever they want to do, be open-minded. Do it. If mm-hmm. you don't like it, be honest and say, babe, I don't, I ain't really like that. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll do it with you. But right. to be honest, I didn't really like it. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe I could try it again. But, you know, just be have that honesty in, in the communication. But yet still be open-minded and don't be dismissive. So I totally agree with you with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One thing, even like when you said about, especially as women being open-minded, it reminded me of, like social media and then some women have this negative view of video games, right? Oh, yeah. And <laughs> so... I was one of them. <laughs> so, you know, they automatically see a guy with a game system and they're like, oh, my God, he's going to be there for hours. He's going to such and such. Oh, I don't want to date a guy who's a gamer. Yeah. Now, I looked at it or I had to look at it different because, like, my husband, uh, for Christmas, he got a PS5. Mm. That is his only outlet. Well, not his only outlet. I mean, during COVID, of course. Yeah. You know, I'm like, first of all, you're in a house with two women because my daughter is a little woman, you know, and I know there are some days where she like she loves her daddy. She is all up under him. She's such as especially now with me being pregnant. So it's like, oh, my God, like I need my outlet. Like last night in particular, he was like, hey, do you mind if I um, I'm going to be in the living room and I'm going to play? And I think he was out there for like two hours or so because I remember washing my hair. I went to the dryer and I was like, oh, you're fine, because I'm the type of person where 
I like my alone time. separation mm-hmm. alone time. Yeah. So I was in the bedroom. I was doing stuff and I was getting myself together. And it was like my time and he had his time. So it's like even when it comes to things like that, you know, don't look at like, I don't know. Like it's because I, I see how some of these social media relationships or skits and stuff like that. It's like, oh, well, um, when the guy is having his moment, that's when the women the woman wants, oh, no, I want you to spend time with me. And it's like, let them have their moments. And then even, let's say if you do want to spend time with them, be willing to spend time with them in what they, they would like, like to do. Right. So, like, I am not a video game person all the time. That's not my thing. Um, I, You know, it's just not me. But I have learned to, like, I like, we will play and do certain things that I like. So it's like, I like the fighting games. I like Mortal Kombat or I might like something else. So it's like, okay, well, I'll get that game so we can play it together and enjoy it together. So it's like, just, I guess, not being so one-sided because I feel like as women, we could honestly be a little one-sided when it comes to things. That's true. So just being more open-minded, like, okay, you're not going to have to play with it, play the game all the time. Yeah. But, you know, just do stuff that he likes too. Right. For sure. I, I just, totally agree with that. Go I was ahead. gonna say I just wanted to touch back on what Charday said about the standard and I feel like just to remind anytime you deviate from the standard, you're you're gonna be settling. Yeah. And there's a difference between compromise and settling. Yeah. So, you know, if your Thank standard you. is your foundation and that's what it is and that's the bare minimum, I can literally just hear my grandfather the standard, the standard. Mm-hmm. This is the bare minimum. There's no, you know, mm-hmm. compromising this. Anytime you deviate from that, whether it's one time, whether it's oh, it's just because, or maybe he'll get there. Mm-hmm. No, you're settling in an area that is really important to you and eventually it could cause resentment, it could cause all these other mm-hmm. things to come along. So don't deviate from the standard. It's okay to compromise, you know, compromises and settling, but yeah. don't deviate from the standard. Because I feel and but you know what's crazy is some people have taken the standard and making it like, oh well that's not just that's just not me. Like there's certain like as a man, um you taking care of your household, you helping with certain things in your household, that's not to me, you don't that's not a cookie. You don't deserve an accolade for that. Mm. That is a life standard. It's a responsibility. That's a responsibility. And yeah. I, and I'm not just saying that as, you know, because my husband will agree to that. It's like, you know, like we the standards for men are so low that it's like we feel like society makes us feel like we need to praise them for everything. So as a single woman, like if he is opening your door or if he decides to go wash your car or if he decides to um, do just basic things, girl, minimum. that's that's the bare minimum. Like you don't need a cookie for that. Like that's yeah. things that you're supposed to do because I'm like by yourself at your house, you are cleaning your house. You are doing certain things as a man. So when we come together. Don't think that, oh, now I'm married or whatever, that she got to do. No, this is us together. This is this is the standard over and above certain things. Okay, then. Thank you, babe. You know, or or the extra. An extra. Yeah. I was just thinking that. It's like extra appreciation. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's I think it's okay to affirm them. Yeah, definitely affirm them. Yeah. Affirm what they're doing. But I totally agree with what you're saying. Like, especially if it's 
your responsibilities. Like, yo, that's just your responsibility. Because I've seen some single guys where they be like, well, I opened the door for you. So now definitely say thank you. Like, I think it's rude when people Absolutely. don't say thank you. Yeah. You know, but they, um, they unfortunately... Uh, they unfortunately take those things like it reminds me of a situation that I read this morning that was it's so violent and unfortunate. Um, it was um, a young oh, lady in the Bronx in New York. Yeah, it was a young lady in the Bronx. She went to a liquor store or Harlem. Sorry. Yeah, she went to a liquor store to get a bottle of wine before she went home. And she was you know, she was going home to her daughter and uh, it was some young men that walked in after her. And one of the guys was like. Oh, I can get that for you. And she said, no, thank you. That's all she said. And he was, she was walking out and he was like, oh, so you think you better than us? Mm-hmm. And they followed her outside and the dude was acting as though he wanted to fight her. Yeah. They did actually. And they did. Her. They eventually attacked her. And that same dude, I think he, he bit, bit her. her. Yeah. So she has like a gash, like a bite mark right here. And it looked, it, she said it felt like he almost wanted to bite her, her, her eye out. out. She can't open the eye. Yeah. And it was just like, what is going on? Like, and, and it's like, that's why I'm like, it's such a, where, what happened to the balance when it came to respecting women and us having certain expectations and you being okay with that? Or, you know, it just, <sighs> Child, that's a whole nother podcast. It's it's a whole nother podcast, but then it's still like, it's like you want us to be fiercely independent, but then when we are, you're offended by it. I think they was just crazy. But but it happens all too much, though. Yeah. Yeah. I remember getting cussed out. When I, oh, hey, can I talk to you for a second? No, thank you. I'm fine. And you, you ain't nothing but a B anyway. How many times I done heard that somebody called me that because I did not want to talk to them? Like, no. I, like, that that shows me your character. You, you ain't know how to cuss back then? <laughs> Girl, <laughs> I, and, and honestly, Lauren, honestly, even to that comment, I'd be nervous about. That's the that's the that's point true. because you people know. are crazy. When yeah. it's five of them and you're walking by yourself, listen. Yeah, it's like yeah. It, I'm disengaged. Yeah. yeah, that's true. You're right. You know, so, what I mean? it's yeah. and it's uh, to Ayana's point. I think that people, I can't even just say men. Mm-hmm. People. Because it's women, too. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Just aren't yeah. what they used to be. Yeah. Morals, values, standards, all of that stuff. It's almost like the world has kind of lost its way. And I just want us to respect each other. Yeah. Like, yeah. Our believers aren't being the salt. I mean, I feel like the world is the world. That's regardless of whether it's gotten mm-hmm. worse or and I feel like it's always been that. It's just more people are vocal on their social media, so you're able to hear their stories more mm-hmm. frequently and you're exposed mm-hmm. to it more often, but it's always been there. So but, I guess to your point, I feel like and this is definitely steering. So I mean, we'll bring it back after I say what I say. Mm-hmm. But I feel like when you're saying believers are supposed to be the salt, I feel like the issue is now in the world, the believers are blurred. Like, I don't know who's a believer or who is a mm. part of the world. That's a whole. That's so, I, I mean, that's just, also a whole nother podcast. It is yeah. a whole nother podcast, but I just, that is you know, true. It is, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, if mm-hmm. am I talking to you? I'm like, all right. Are you are you a believer? Because I know the Bible says you're supposed to see the fruit, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sometimes I don't see no fruit, so mm-hmm. I don't know if it's be a little empty tree. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, just, I don't know. So I mean, that's just to to your point. But I I mean, we're gonna talk about this independence. 
Um, no, I, I think because what I was going to say, even with the independence thing, I know some people listening to this might not agree with us. Yeah, sure. And I, I'm I think my thing is like, I want you to hear the heart. Like, I want you to hear the heart of us as women. Like we have certain standards that why can't we continue to uphold those standards? Why can't I be me as a person and you accept my fierce independence as a woman and we come to get like independent being independent is not a bad word no like let's stop taking things this reminds me of our sexy conversation let's stop taking words and making it like it's such a bad thing especially in the church being independent ain't bad like you you like we are raised as women oh you better cook you better clean you better such and such like we are groomed a certain way a lot of especially now we're not getting married straight out of our mama house yeah we're going off and we're creating careers and we're 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 living on our own and whatnot and it's like okay this is where it is why can't you accept me for who i am as a person or 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 and then like just why don't you look at it as like we were talking off air you guys rub off on like I, I told um, Lauren put a quote up. What was the quote again uh, about uh, normalizing. In all t- yeah, normalizing yeah. dressing up in 2021? Lauren put that quote up and it really made me think like, yeah, I ain't going nowhere but to drop my daughter off in doctor's visits right now. But let me actually put a little extra effort in, you know, getting back to me yeah. as a woman. Yeah. And what's wrong with that? Nothing. Like, like, why? Why do we continue to? down instead of downing somebody else allow that person to rub off on you i like you guys rub off on me like oh i like that oh you know when y'all put y'all denise and lauren especially put your your style pictures up i'm like oh that's cute like and it gives me ideas instead of me looking at y'all like they think they they think they look good Mm. no they do they look good and it it encourages me to be like let me get on mine yeah thing too but i think that speaks about your confidence right Right. because i feel like sometimes especially women you know in their independence it's not that you are independent it's how you carry it right Mm -hmm. and i feel like a lot of people are sometimes intimidated by the way you carry your independence Mm -hmm. it's like man you carrying that just a little too much um or doing you're doing it too well and so it's it's like it's almost like a trying to dim the light yeah because Mm -hmm. it's a part of it's a part of your light Mm -hmm. um and the way that god like i said has wired you and threaded you so i appreciate you even saying you know i'm i'm confident enough of a woman to understand that when i see a woman and she's doing well and she's independent and she's doing great things it's an encouragement to me not not for me to try to attempt Mm -hmm. to discourage her right so i have this quote on my phone i literally put it on there Mm -hmm. last night i'm reading this book by audrey richmond and it literally says yes you should do too much and then some like a reminder that you know what what is for me and what I decide is too much or too, is that's for that's my standard yeah. mm-hmm. that may be too much for you but that's okay that's how you view it yeah. but I also think about especially when you guys were talking about uh, I forgot what it was but there's a scripture where God said he would begin to pour out his spirit amongst both women his daughters and his sons mm-hmm. and for whatever reason either the church or the world there's a disconnect actually no I'm gonna take that back I feel like in the world it's okay do you sis i see you sis yes 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 mm, but when we come sometimes. to the church sometimes mm-hmm. when it, we come to the church it's almost like uh you're supposed to do this 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 and then the man is really who's supposed to do this 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 yeah. not realizing that the lord poured out his spirit on both of us mm-hmm. so at this time at this particular point where we are 
we both have the freedom and the ability to reflect Christ. And that looks like both of us killing it, mm-hmm. whether that's in our careers, financially, mm-hmm. however that looks, it doesn't have to be a woman minimalized and a, a man praised or a man to, you know, look down at a woman or mm-hmm. feel like the woman is competition because there is no such thing. Mm-hmm. I am a woman. I am literally God designed my body, my mind, everything to work a certain kind of way that is not like a man's period. I don't care how much I try. I don't care if I look like a man. I don't care if I get these breasts cut off. I don't care what I alter my body, hormones, whatever. Mm -hmm. That's not what I was designed to do. And I'm okay with that. And there's never a competition between me and a man. Ever. I love that you use that scripture because I feel like to your point, sometimes when, when God, well, in people's and my mom said work on that people thing, but in individuals mind, um, when people, when people pour out, well, when God pours out his spirit in other people's minds, they think that he's pouring it out into a mold. Right. Mm-hmm. And so if you pour something into a mold, once the mold dries, you think it's supposed to look a certain mm-hmm. way. But what I'm realizing, especially now in 2021, yes, the Lord is pouring out his spirit, but he's pouring out his spirit on people that you would have never expected. They look, they don't look anything like what a believer once looked like. They don't, the way that they communicate is nothing like what it has. It's no precedent. Right. Right. So anytime you're in a situation where there's no precedence, it's, it's always hard because you are literally setting mm-hmm. uh, or establishing a foundation or you're honestly, you're creating new molds mm. yeah. because you're giving other people permission to be themselves. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I really took from what you said for sure. Yep. Amen. Well, there goes your scripture yeah. for today. I don't yeah. know where to find it. Give people permission to be, be themselves. themselves. Yes. yes. Men and women. Amen. So, well, I think this was a great conversation, yeah. ladies. Um, if you want to continue the conversation, please, please, please join us on Wednesday on Clubhouse One or this Two. This gonna be fun. Or all of us. They're gonna be <laughs> dropping them gems, y'all. Oh my gosh. Maybe on their 8 30 p.m. on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have a story about being fiercely independent, we would love to hear it. Be sure to send us a secret letter to save girl secrets at gmail.com we would love to hear from you be sure you're following us on all social mediums at save girl secrets on facebook and instagram and at saved girl secret no s on twitter um be sure that you are subscribed to the save girl secrets podcast across all podcast platforms um apple spotify google play all of those we love you good god bless you love and peace bye bye, bye.